be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm delighted to welcome back to the show today Dr. Meg Blackburn-Losey, who's been on the show a couple of times before, and she's with us today to talk about her new book, The Art of Living Out Loud, as well as an update on what is happening in the world as we go through this incredible time of transition. Welcome back to the show, Meg. Thank you so much, Peter. It's always a pleasure. And I know that you're well-known as Dr. Meg, so I'm going to call you that today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off talking about the book, actually, The Art of Living Out Loud. And I'm interested, you've written some really interesting and neat books, so I'm interested in what prompted you to write this particular book. Well, you know, Peter, I literally travel all over the world uh, constantly. And what I realized in my travels and talking with literally thousands of people is that Everyone has the same questions about life, no matter what culture they're from, what their belief system, you know, what geography. Everyone has the same questions about life. And so um, I've kind of assimilated those into one place uh, with, with solutions and even exercises on how to apply the answers to real life. And, um, I, you know, I just wanted to help. I, when I realized how prevalent these questions were, I thought, wow, you know, somebody could put that out there and really help a lot of people. So I, I really hope it does. Well, you really, uh, it's all in there, isn't it? It's a pretty neat, uh, pithy book. It's got, it's got all the, <laughs> yeah, all the big questions sassy. in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's sassy, but that was intentional. You know, I, I, people take life too seriously. Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted to approach this whole thing with a sense of humor and, um, and yet with some really bottom line, here's how it is kind of stuff. So I hope that I kept the balance in doing that and, um, and address the, the things that would, you know, because it's not only about, I really wanted to call it something like a, a little handbook for life, you know, the instructions we never got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Uh, because uh, I, I not only addressed the, the questions, but also the things that cause us to have those questions, you know, the the life patterns, the way that we look at things, our perceptions, how we, why we're afraid. You know, there's so many things that were addressed in there, and um, it's really a full uh, set of uh, instructions. So, yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so inform our listeners, how do we, how do we lose touch with, with who we really are and, and how do we get off track? What, how does that happen? Well, it starts from the time we're born. You know, when, we, when we're born, we know we're perfect and we don't know anything else. And, and as we are small children and we're trained, so, so to speak, to live in society and follow the rules, we're told we should do better, we should try harder, we should, you know, achieve our life purpose, whatever that is. And, and no one ever told us what it looks like when we get there. So we grow up with these ambiguous instructions. Then on top of that, we have the media constantly telling us what, what we should believe, what, how we should dress, you know, who, who we should love, you know, everything. And we are constantly bombarded with information. So we get desensitized. And the combination of those things, the, the, the lack of good life instructions and the desensitization leads us to really be ambivalent about who we are and what we really want because we're trying so hard to fit. And that fitting is not necessarily what we want or what we need. And so we get confused and, and we develop defense mechanisms to cover up our, our vulnerabilities, our, our pain with all of that. And that's what gets us into trouble uh, eventually. It's interesting. I've got a little 15-month-old the grandchild, my first one, and just watching him uh, assimilating all of the skills required to live life and the incredible copying and mimicking that goes on. And so you, you begin to realize how really important it is to, to mimic the right stuff. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And not only that, but it's the subtle things that children learn from, you know, the examples that adults give without even realizing it, how they react to things, what they do about it. You know, children don't miss anything. And so they're constantly absorbing all of that as, as truth and reality. So having got to this place in our lives, which many, many people are now, and that's, as you say, going around the world, you come across people who are now in that place where they're feeling pretty, uh, almost cheated, dissatisfied with life, desensitized. Mm -hmm. how, how do they start, they start bringing themselves back? How do they start getting back onto their true, authentic path? It comes down to the bottom line is self-honesty. And we need to learn to tell ourselves the truth. You know, frankly, we BS ourselves so many times a day <laughs> that we have covered up what we really know and believe about ourselves. We try to fit. So we tell ourselves, wow, that person didn't really mean what they said. Or, gee, I really belong. I'm doing a great job at work when, in fact, you know, we feel isolated or, or uh, really uncertain. Um, we might think that someone didn't mean to treat us that way when, in fact, they certainly did and that the relationship is not healthy even though we try to convince ourselves. So there's many, many. Those are just a few examples of the many ways that that we delude ourselves during the day. And so the bottom line is is learning how to tell ourselves the truth. And I can tell you that can be very scary. Um, I learned that in my own journey, you know, um, trying to be everything I thought everybody wanted me to be. And then one day I got it and I said, you know what, no more of that. I'm going to tell myself the truth no matter what. And I'm going to tell you that was a hard road. It was terrifying. Because, you know, I, I really had to look at, okay, what's the, what's the reality here and what's the illusion? And, um, and learning to get to the reality was a little shaky at first. And then taking it from there, from learning how to tell ourselves the truth, to then telling others the truth. And it could be simple things like, no, I don't want Mexican. I would prefer Italian today. Or, gee, I don't want to watch that movie, but I am willing to go see the one I want and meet you in the lobby when it's finished. You know, little, even those little things in life 
you know, all add up to create disillusion with us and dissatisfaction because we don't do what we really want or what we really feel, and and we're afraid to say so. And, and why? And why is that? Why are, why are we actually afraid to say our truth and be really honest? What, what is it that's blocking us? <laughs> well, you know, we we don't even know sometimes. And what happens is we develop a well, a defense system that reacts. Uh, Reflexively, shall we say, and that defense system makes us want to be accepted. You know, we learn that as small children to be want to be accepted to get what we need, and and we have expectations of what that's going to look like, and so we gear our responses around that, even though it's not how we really feel. And so, in the process of that, we develop a lot of fear, a fear of being judged, being abandoned, rejected, not being loved. I mean, there's a list a mile long of things we might fear in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And that's what is what I call driving us from underneath. And so, the key is to get to the bottom of that. And there's a great exercise in the book that helps you do that very succinctly in a pretty quick way. Um, it's hard because you have to really look at yourself, you know, and, and, um, but it doesn't take very long. And once we get it, once we realize that there are ways to find those things and be aware of them, then no one else can hurt us there anymore. It's just, it's marvelous to realize that when we get it, there's no vulnerability anymore. And then we can go very authentically into our everyday lives and not have that fear of, of, whatever those issues are, those core issues, because we got it, we embrace it, we acknowledge it, and now we can get on with it from a more authentic place. And the more authentic we get, the easier life is because there's nothing to remember to cover up. There's nothing to to invent. You know, we just are who we are, and that's just okay. And we learn to relate differently to people, and we learn to be more discerning and and to be able to accept or reject what happens around us. Um, from a more aware perception, and and it really makes things go a lot easier. And at the same time, we can begin to attract more of what we want, and the things we don't want start start falling away quite naturally. And some of those fallings away will be relationships with people that we've been involved in previously, which we now realize are not authentic, and Mm -hmm. and our people are going to respond differently to us. So just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, sometimes long-term we're in relationships that are absolutely toxic to us. And we put up with them because there's something we can gain from it or that we we look up to that person or those people for some reason and we want to be included. I mean, there are a million reasons why we stay in some of the relationships that we do when, in fact, they're very destructive to us. You know, if, if we're in a relationship and we don't feel equality, well, that's not okay. You know, because everybody's the same no matter what they've accomplished, how much money they make, you know, uh, what they have or don't have. It doesn't matter. When you get right down to it, if all of that was stripped away and we were all on an island together and there were no haves or have-nots, we'd all be equal. And that's the perception that, you know, really helps. But um, if, if we're in relationships and we don't feel equality, why is that and why are we putting up with it? You know, uh, for example... And sometimes those relationships are very toxic to us. You know, somebody keeps putting us down and we keep trying harder because certainly we want them to love us and accept us. Well, that's not okay. What are they doing for us other than making us feel bad on a regular basis? You know, those kind of relationships are going to fall away quite naturally. And sometimes it's hard because we miss those people. But what we really miss is the addiction to the behaviors. You know, those behaviors are actually addictions. 
And when you think about, well, what do I really miss about that person? What you begin to realize is that everything you miss is is the need to be accepted or loved or whatever. You know, it's it's not even uh, a healthy set of uh, of things in that relationship that we do miss. And so, um, it, when we when we can get rid of those addictions, be or because they're not healthy for us. That sometimes that's difficult to let go, but once we do, we feel so free and so alive because we don't have the stress of trying to be something that we're not to make that work. Anytime we have to make something work or push it or or try too hard, it's not truth to begin with. And that's something that we learn when we start to be honest with ourselves, you know. And then and then we can we can react differently, and and outcomes are are far different than they have been. And breaking that mold is such a, a significant step because otherwise we tend to just continue stepping back into the same type of pattern, don't we? And we have to break that. <laughs> we do. We really and we're do. going to take our first break now, actually, Meg. It's a great first section um, with Meg Blackburn today. And uh, we'll return in a moment. It's Peter Tongue with Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Gaiam TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaiam TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M TV dot com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertung.com, where my uh, December newsletter will be uh, lined up and also all of the radio shows, almost 200 of them now since I started broadcasting with uh, Voice America. 
and also uh, com. And actually tomorrow we have an Ambassadors of Light class where I'll be talking about the 12-12-12, the new moon in Sagittarius, and this build-up to December 21st, 2012, which I'll be talking to Meg Blackburn about a little bit later on, actually, uh, in the next segment. But for now, Meg, we'll just go back to uh, our discussion we were having uh, before the break and how... Uh, in, in your book, The Art of Living Out Loud, you, you do a wonderful job of explaining uh, these traps that we have fallen into and becoming desensitized and sticking in relationships uh, that perhaps we shouldn't. So let, let's now move on and talk about a purpose. People are always saying, I don't know what my purpose in life is. What do you say to them? <laughs> our purpose is not an achievement, a singular event that happens in our life, Peter. It's every moment that we exist. And the reason that is is because in every single moment, we are exchanging energy with everyone and everything around us. We are giving uh, part of us to the situation, and the situation, whether it's people or places or whatever, is actually sharing energy with us. So we're constantly reattuning and and contributing and, and receiving in every moment that we exist and we live on this planet. So... Uh, it, it's a big deal, you know, how that happens and and when that happens. We may never know how we've been affected or we've affected another. Great story about that, you know, and it's a true story. I know the person uh, that this happened to uh, was a woman that had been an adopted child and was extremely abused. I mean, in every way you can imagine, this poor woman had had been completely devastated as a child and as she got older she met someone who became her absolute true love and he just loved her unconditionally they traveled all over the world and were having the time of their lives when one day he just dropped dead and she went immediately back into the downtrodden unseen feeling unseen um the grief was just more than she could handle and she decided she was going to commit suicide and in an interesting twist to the story, she was going about cleaning up all of her business before she did because um, for whatever reason, whether it was honor or a need to finish things, I don't really know what it was. But she was at the post office uh, getting ready to pay off her bills. She had them all written out, was putting them in the mail, and was waiting in line to do that. And there was another line next to her, and she was standing there contemplating just how she was going to go about killing herself. Very seriously. And at that moment, someone, a woman in the, in the line next to her turned around and smiled at her. And all of a sudden, she felt seen and acknowledged and ended up not killing herself. That woman will never know that her simple smile stopped a, stopped a suicide that day and gave a woman a new lease on life. And that woman went on to move to a third world country to work with the villagers, teaching them farming techniques teaching them how to make crafts to sell to make money, and she's even working with their school to help um, ch- the children broaden their possibilities. So that one smile is infinitely going outward, and that kind of thing happens all the time, maybe not as dramatically, but nevertheless, constantly we are touching each other in ways unseen. And so it's very important to be intentional about how we interact with other people, you know, what we give and what we're willing to receive um, because we never know how far out some little moment's going to ripple, and uh, and that's a big deal. 
It really is, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I actually, I've just had a, a high school reunion of students when I, I was the principal, and come up, and some of the you know, people who are now in their thirties come and talk to me about incidents that I don't even remember that were transforming for them in their lives and, mm-hmm. and shifted them in, in that way. And you just you just do not know ever, do you, how you've impacted people along the way? No, you don't. I mean, even even I'm the oldest of six, and sometimes my younger brothers and sister come up to me and say, "Do you remember when this happened?" And it was such a pivotal moment in their life, and I don't even remember these times. Yeah, you know, they yeah. were no big deal to me, but the impact that it made on them is, because they were much younger than me, the impact that it made on them is often awe, it, it awes me to realize I had that much effect on my siblings, you know, because um, they looked up to me as a as a, kind of a parent figure for a while, and it, it was just mind-blowing and how people will come to you and say things like that, and you're like, Really? And and then you feel bad for not remembering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about one of our favorite topics, which is passion. I know you've got it, and I know I've got it, but how, how do we help people reconnect with it? Wow. Well, you know, here's the deal, Peter. Passion is not an achievement. We're a very achievement-oriented world. And the, the two most asked questions I get are, what are my purpose, which we've just talked about? And secondly, how do I find my passion? What is my passion? And, wow, well, it's not an achievement, you know. Here's the deal. Passion is nothing more than love in action. When we love something deeply, we are passionate. And we've gotten confused that passion is something different and something that we have to earn or achieve. And, and quite frankly, all we need to do is think about what creates that wonderful, full feeling in our heart space. And that is passion. And learn how to embody that feeling so that we can apply it to other things in our lives. You know, every single person, no matter what their circumstances, has something that they love deeply that they can bring to mind and fill their heart with. Well, that's a really good way to get back to feeling passionate about things. And secondly, if if there's something that we are passionate about that we love, then we ought to do that. You know, um, for instance, what you do, what I do, we've created ways in our life to share our passion and, and do it in a way that's very fulfilling to us and helps other people at the same time. Well, sometimes passion is, is something to be shared, and sometimes it's personal. You know, and, and it doesn't mean that just because we have something that we love that we have to be of service to the entire world with it. And I think there's a lot of confusion around that as well. But passion is nothing more than love in action. And when we do what we love... We are being passionate, we are acting our passion, and we can certainly find very quickly that we get much more positive and self-fulfilling results as well as how those results move outward in very positive ways as well. One of the areas that I'd love to hear you chat about, because I know, again, for people who are in this uh, transition time and are beginning to awaken, one of the biggest challenges for them is to make that change and, and move out of their comfort zone. Just talk to us a bit about that. Change is scary as heck, you know, because there's so many unknowns. But my guys that always work with me, the masters, everyone calls them, always say that the result of change is magnificence. <laughs> and the result of chaos is magnificence. And often we get chaos because we resist change. And when things are no longer true, we get chaos in our life that shakes us out of that untruth and makes us look at it. 
and and sometimes it happens chaotically. Other times we resist change because we're afraid that we just don't know what's going to happen, and at least we are what I call comfortable in our discomfort. We know what to expect, even though it's not okay. At least we know, and so we tend to stay in it. It, it seems to me, as I've observed people over the years and, and the many, many thousands, as I've said, that the hardest thing is deciding to make a change. You know, that's 80% of it. Once you make the decision, then the making the change is actually easy and it's a relief. But it's, it's the point of getting to that place. And so instead of being afraid of what might be next or, or, or losing, because we're not losing, what we're doing is we're, is we're letting go of what doesn't work for us. We're not losing it. We're making a change. We're making a decision, you know, a decision to to have a different experience, and it's our choice. That's what free will is about. And what a lot of people don't realize is that we have a choice in everything. If we don't like what's going on, all we have to do is change our perception and then change our direction. And and it's really quite simple. But we make all of our decisions often based on everybody around us and everything that we think that means. But if we were really being honest with ourselves, we'd realize that if we're feeling that desperate for change, that there's something wrong with this picture. And as soon as we can figure out what that is, we can get on with it and and change that in our lives. So um, it's just about not being afraid of the unknown and and learning to realize that we don't even know some things as something is possible unless we allow ourselves to be aware of it. You know, one, of the big bar- one of the big barriers there is judgment, isn't it? Judgment oh, of others, yeah. judgment of ourselves. Exactly. Well, here's the deal. I'm going to let everybody off the hook, Peter. <laughs> there <laughs> is no Thank one you. keeping score, and there is no one leaning over our shoulder telling us how to do something different. That's how we were conditioned. But the truth is we have, as I said, free will, and it is ours and ours alone, and we can do with it what we choose. And that's something that we are taught to forget, and, and taught is not a good thing because somebody else wanted us to be something different. Well, the truth is we can be and do whatever we choose as long as we're willing to choose. And uh, the other piece I wanted to, to have you comment upon was, was I've seen this happen with a number of people where they, they get on the journey, they're going, things are going well, and they get into a self-sabotaging mode. Why does that happen? Because we doubt ourselves. You know, we, we don't feel like we have enough value or, or we don't believe that we're enough compared to other people. And, and it's always anything that we believe that's negative about ourselves is because we're comparing ourselves to someone or something. And the truth is that we can't be anything except who we are. And so we make things difficult for ourselves. We make it difficult to make those decisions because, um, because it's just too hard. And the, and the truth is that um, we're the ones in this skin, we're the ones living the life, and we're the ones that need to choose whatever that is we want. No one can give it to us. And often we get disappointed around that whole thing because we have expectations. But the problem is no one else knows what they are. So how can they fulfill them? You know, everybody is, everybody is participating in everything based on their frame of reference. And we all have experiences that we filter our opinions and perceptions through. And everyone's doing that differently from an entirely different frame of reference. So how can anyone know what we need when all they can do is basically have their perceptions based on what they've experienced? And that may have nothing to do with us or our values or how we see ourselves or, or our personal truth, you know, we get so convoluted comparing ourselves to other people. 
Thank you, Meg. We're coming up to our second break, and we'll take this break now. We'll come back and, and we'll have a little bit of a shift in focus when we come back and find out what Meg is going to be up to uh, over the 21-12 and 12-12-12. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Gaia TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. And I have with me today, Dr. Meg Blackburn-Losey. And Meg, we're just coming up to uh, the Christmas period. Just interested to know... First of all, what you're going to be up to, and also if you have any uh, products for our listeners as well as the book, The Art of Living Out Loud. <laughs> well, I've been a busy girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot going on. Um, I'll be in Peru for the upcoming times, which I'd love to talk about in a minute. Um, and and there's a lot of uh, multidimensional uh, change going on that's, that's leading to the changes that we're feeling. So um, I'd really love to talk about that in a minute. As far as what's new, wow, well, we've got The Art of Living Out Loud that we're talking about right now, and it's available right now at all your favorite bookstores. Then um, on December 1st, uh, I have a new little book just in time for Christmas, and it's just wonderful. I just got my copies a couple days ago, and it's called Touching the Light, 365 Illuminations to Live By. And basically, if you've ever seen my Facebook page, uh, you you might notice that I generally put out a thought for the day, and they're pretty profound. It's um, things that come to me each morning that I share with everyone uh on a daily basis, and so what I did was I, I've cataloged those, and I've put them into a year's worth into this book, Touching the Light 365, I call it, 
And um, and it's just wonderful because you can follow it day by day or you can just open it and get a great piece of wisdom for the day. Um, and they make wonderful Christmas presents They're, or, or holiday gifts. They're not expensive. And um, they will be in bookstores everywhere starting December 1st. I do know that Amazon... Um, is already by the time this is uh, out, Amazon will have it live, and and um, it's already going to be in all your favorite bookstores. And if everybody has loved the Living Light cards, which uh, which I've had available this last year, um, now there's an app for that, and it's uh, for iPhones and iPads in the uh, in the App Store. So just go in there and type in Living Light cards, and you'll be able to. Uh, get those very, very reasonable uh, and have it with you on your smart device. So I'm really excited about that. And, of course, I've got the web store all chock full for the holidays and uh, at spiritlight.com. That's S-P-I-R-I-T-L-I-T-E.com. So thanks for that, Peter. I'm, I'm really oh, excited about everything I'm doing. Yeah. It's just nonstop. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, Peru and the end times. Well, this isn't an end time, and that's what I'm going to stress. <laughs> you know, um, things never end. They just cycle, and that's what's going on in 2012. You know, it's it's the end of a calendar era, and um, it's, it's there are going to be planetary alignments. There are going to be some some shifts in the energies and the gravitational forces, um, and, and multidimensionally there has been a series of Stargate openings that affect cross dimensions, um, the way energy flows and affects us and that kind of thing. So it's been an intense time the last few months with periods of shaking up and, and what isn't true coming out of our, our, our being, you know, our, our energy fields and, and what is true setting in very solidly. And at the same time, we've been literally getting rewired uh, with these new energies uh, with a lot of releasing because in these kind of times, what isn't true, in other words, what is false energy in our field or disharmonic to us, has to leave, and as we become reattuned, so there's been a lot of releasing, and some people have handled that brilliantly, and other people have had a very hard time with it, you know, but all that's been going on, and then there have been times of very smooth, wonderful, wonderfully creative times as the energy is streamlined off and on, um, so we've, we've been through kind of a mixed bag. But as we as we move towards uh, the planetary alignment, things are going to escalate and then they're going to even out. And this is a process. It's not a moment in time where our Earth turns upside down and shakes us all off. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> what it is is it's a it's an evolution of human consciousness and awareness. And it's it's a time where we have more available to us across the veils, across the dimensions that we are able to pull in into our beingness, not as linear mental thoughts, but as part of our actual being, so that when we need information, all of a sudden there it is, and we're going to wonder, how the heck did I know that? What difference does it make? I did, you know? So um, there's a lot going on that's literally changing us physically and otherwise, and um, all all of that's going to continue on after the 12-21-12 mark on uh, for some years until... Um, after uh, 2018 when there's going to be a harmonic attunement of all of the pyramids across the planet as the ley lines uh, refocus and, and realign toward uh, a perfect balance of the planet. So we've got a lot of really interesting times coming up, and we don't need to be worried about what's going to happen terrible. What we need to do is focus on the positive because we have passed critical mass. There are millions of us all over the planet 
saying the same things, knowing the same things, all gearing towards the same outcome, which is a peaceful planet and everyone having what they need and and having a full internal experience as well. So I, I, I'm excited about these times. I'm not at all afraid. Um, in fact, I'm taking a group to Peru for um, for this time to be available to places where the most ley lines that I can find cross in one place so that we can send a message out across the planet uh, uh, about just that, you know, um, peace and fullness for everyone, and it's doable. You know, you get in one place where a lot of ley lines cross, and you bring up that intention, and the intention is picked up by the ley lines and travels all across the planet, distributing that energy and that intention. So um, it's a powerful time, and um, I'm excited. I mean, I am so excited to be a part of this and be alive now to be able to contribute so much to the future of humanity. You know, we, we, we may not finish what we start, but by gosh, we're going to be the impetus of entire changes on the planet. <laughs> it's great to hear you talk about this, uh, Meg. Are you going to be on the island of the sun in uh, Lake Titicaca at some point? Uh, I think we are going there. I forget the exact itinerary because we're all over. Um, but on, on 12-12-12, we're going to be at Lake Titicaca, um, which is a, an immense, power point on the planet. It's like an ocean, um, the highest ocean on the planet. It's really a lake, but when you go there, it's so huge. It's just powerful as heck. So we're going to be there, and we're also going over to Bolivia to uh, Tiwanaka and Pumapunka, which are amazing power sites um, that are so ancient, they're not even trackable. And um, then on 1221, which is the actual day of the alignment, we're going to be on Machu Picchu, which is the biggest convergence of ley lines that I know of, and uh, we're going to be sending a positive message out across the planet and connecting with everyone else who's doing uh, ceremony for 12-21-12, clear across the planet, and wow, is that going to be powerful? I'm calling it a, a, a gathering of souls. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'll come back in a second to, to ask you specifically about ceremony, but uh, just so you know, I know one of those major lines that goes through latest car car comes up and through where we live in victoria so we'll be definitely tuned into you at uh, on the 12 12 12 and the 21 awesome. 12 for sure we'll send you hugs <laughs> <laughs> so so when you're engaged in in ceremony um just tell our listeners a little bit about what you actually do in setting this intention to activate the ley lines and bring these energies flowing around the planet what do you actually do well, what we're going to be doing in Peru is something that we've never done before. The uh, shamans got together and decided that they're going to share their seven-level initiation process. So throughout the trip, everyone that's involved is going to be uh, initiated in the seven-level process, and we're going to finish it on Machu Picchu. So um, it's a real... Uh, I don't even know all the details yet, <laughs> but the shamans are going to take us through this, and, and it's real self-awareness. It's real um, alignment and balancing uh, with everything, all of the world, as they call it, and um, at the same time connecting with the light. So by the time that we get to Machu Picchu, we're going to be as aware and open and light as we can possibly be as human beings and it is it's going to be from that point that we send out uh whatever message we come together with uh on that day so i my sense peter is that that message is going to create itself as we move through the different aspects of awareness there true yeah and what is your understanding of the actual alignment with the uh, galactic center what is your sense of that 
Well, it actually is an alignment of all the planets with the galactic center. In other words, we've come back to our point of origin, our point of beginning. And this happens every almost 26,000 years. And it's a big deal um, as far as astrology and, and astronomy and that kind of thing, but it's also a big deal energetically because when we're aligned with the galactic center, we have an absolute pure line of energy coming from the source of, that we are created from. And so uh, that's light energy. That light energy contains information, and it becomes a part of our, our personal light field. And so we are basically in that moment getting downloaded with everything that's ever been, is, and could be. And we are being downloaded with possibilities. And so to be able to participate that, you know, as a group of humanity is just huge. Um, no matter where we are in the world and and the possibilities that come to us uh, to draw from because of these energies, they're so intensified because they're streamlined, you know, and there's nothing in the way. It's a, it's a straight shot. And um, uh, not only that, but dimensionally, interdimensionally, with the Stargates opening, we've got interdimensional pathways that are open for the first time in many, many, many millennia. And so... Multidimensionally and physically is a coming together of streamlined energies um, that only happens every 26,000 years. And every 26,000 years, not all of the stargates are aligned. In this time, they are. And that's huge because it, it's, it's, a, it's a way that the, the energies uh, move unobstructed uh, in a way that we've never experienced before. And as you said, there are going to be millions of people around the globe in different places all consciously cool? tuned in. So this is fant absolutely fantastic. It's wonderful, yeah. I'm yeah. with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're coming up to our uh, final break, so we'll take the break now. This is Peter Tung with Meg Blackburn for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Gaiam TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaiam TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M-T-V dot com. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change.
You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just a reminder and a thank you to our sponsors, GuyamTV.com, who sponsored this uh, series of shows. Um, a new uh, way of looking at this spiritual evolvement taking place through online video libraries containing interviews with some of the great visionaries alive on the planet today to support your awakening journey. And you can click on the banner on the website to get a 10-day free trial with GaiamTV, G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. Having me today, Meg Blackburn, I'm having a great free-ranging discussion about life and where we're all going and so on. So I'm assuming, Meg, you've got things lined up for 2013, as it isn't the end. So <laughs> what have you yeah, got you for know, us? I'm going on with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely making plans, Peter. I, I just know that 2013 is right around the corner, and I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I've got a couple things coming up. We were just talking about visiting sacred sites, and, and in August I was in Bosnia uh, experiencing the, the pyramids site that's been discovered there in Masoko. And um, I'm going to be taking a group. I wanted to check it out first, and I felt like it was quite safe and quite real. And I'm I'm taking a group in September, the first through the ninth uh, of, of 2013. And we are so lucky because Sam Osmanagic, uh who's the discoverer of the Valley of Pyramids there in Bosnia, and the, and the scientist who is also doing the excavation there, is going to be our personal guide. So, um, wow, that's exciting. And uh, we'll be visiting all of the pyramids there and going into the tunnels, um, which have amazing, immense healing properties. And uh, we'll also be going to the old markets in uh, Sarajevo and uh, experiencing uh, going to, we're going to take a day trip to Majigori where uh, the Blessed Mother appears fairly regularly to some of the villagers. So it's going to be a really awesome trip. It's going to end with the... Uh, a conference all about the pyramids where I'll be speaking in. So will Bill Coppins and Dr. Sam and uh, J.J. Hurtock's going to be there and some others. Um, I need to get that posted, <laughs> the this conference schedule posted. But um, it's going to be an amazing trip. So um, if anybody's interested, they can go to spiritlight.com, S-P-I-R-I-T-L-I-T-E.com, and click on my schedule, and there's a full um, page there of all the information. And then the other thing that's going on, and I'm just so excited about is I started in 2012 um, certification courses for my Touching the Light healing work, and I've just graduated my first group of practitioners uh, who are certified by me, mentored by me all year um, to be able to go out into the world and practice this well. And uh, I'm starting a new group uh, course on in February of 2013, and um, there's a website just for that. It's called touchingthelight.org. And um, everything you need to know is there, and uh, everything you might want is available to, through me um, by just filling out a little short form. So um, I'm looking forward to having lots of new practitioners, and that's going online this year. So people in other countries, um, other time zones, can tune in to us either live during class and literally be a part of class with us or watch the entire class having been recorded in their own time zone. So I'm really excited. I can tell that. It's great. <laughs> 
So let's get back. Uh, let's get back to the art of living out loud and, and, and uh, talk about a few things that, that I think are important. We haven't talked about one of the things you do talk about in there is how important it is to be in touch with our inner child. Can you talk about that a bit? Oh my gosh! You know, Peter, the truth is, in most of our relationships, it's our inner child that acts up and doesn't get what it needs and gets upset, and we don't know how to communicate from that perspective. And we have internal perceptions that there's things that we didn't get as children. There are feelings that we had that weren't honored. There were needs that we had that weren't, you know, given to us and because people didn't know or didn't understand. And that still often runs our show from the background. So the more in touch we are with that inner child, you know, the more, uh, the more satisfied and happy we can be in everything. And, uh, the other piece of that is, uh, uh it, I just totally lost my thought. <laughs> but, but, you know, that inner child is what is really driving most of our emotional experiences, and we don't want to deny that. We we just need to, the only person that can give ourselves what we need is us. Nobody can give that inner child what we need because nobody knows what, what it needs but us. And it's a big deal. It's a really big deal because it comes out in our reactivity, you know, and um we want to make sure that we're, we're reacting and coming to the world in all our relationships from a very full perspective, not one of need. So how do we actually get that conscious awareness, that connection to the inner child? Well, it's those emotions that come up that feel real shaky and real uh, uh, scary to us. Um, those are often by the inner child, you know, that is wanting to come out and play. The other thing is we get so darn responsible. That's the thing I wanted to say a minute ago. We get so darn responsible, we forget to play. We forget how to be innocent about anything. We get kind of jaded. Yeah, so yeah. the way to get back in touch with that is let ourselves play more often. What did we like to do as a child? Maybe do that. Or or do that with our kids or, or whatever. You know, there's so many ways that we can play and really let ourselves out and laugh and have a good time. Because when our inner child is not is not being allowed out and we're so responsible, we're not laughing. And laughing is literally physically good for us. And it creates a lot of different chemical releases, a lot of a lot of different reactions in our body that keeps us healthy. So we want to make sure that that inner child has what it needs and is able to come out and play um, whenever possible. Notice I'm not saying whenever appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're actually only got two or three minutes left, and and one one big piece actually three minutes left. A big piece in the book is 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 the end and and all the value in actually doing this work to bring ourselves to this place of authenticity and being real and and having fun and being in this present moment. So just just give us a little bit of a summary about the benefits of doing all these things. Oh, my gosh. When we are no longer defended and we go out into the world from our vulnerabilities, meaning we're, we're aware of them, we know where we hurt, and nobody can do that to us anymore, we are free, Peter. We are so free to be whoever we want, to love however we want, to experience however fully we desire, and, and nobody can take that away from us. And at the same time, we're aware of people's motivations. We're aware because we become conscious observers. You know, we, we don't lose our emotion. It gets fuller. But we're also aware of what's ours and what's not. So we don't get caught up in drama and trauma that other people create. We see it for what it is. We see what, you know, what's happening. And we're aware of it, but we don't have to own it. So we, we alleviate a lot of the things that keep us down. 
And at the same time, we can be truly and completely happy and in good, healthy relationships because we know who we are. We know where we're going. We know what we want. And we're willing to go there. And so that's just the beginning. But it's that inner freedom that really, really uh, feels so wonderful and, and can really take us to wherever we want to go. And at the same time, our relationships get much fuller and richer, too. Meg, thank you so much for today. It's been a, it's been a great chat, as always. And uh, you, as I said, it's a, this book is a great book. It really takes us to the heart of what we need to address in our lives and how we can actually move forward and have a, have a wonderful uh, future, which is coming. Obviously, we've recorded this show because on the 12-12-12, Meg is already going to be in Peru, and I'm trusting that you're having a wonderful time there, Meg, <laughs> as this goes out. And uh, we'll certainly stay in touch and be in touch in the new year. Thank you so much for doing the show for me. Thank you, Peter. So next week, my guest is going to be George Cavasilis, and George and I also, as with uh, Dr. Meg, have a great relationship, and uh, George came on tour to North America from Australia uh, last year, and uh, he's put his book out, actually, which we'll be talking about, but we're right on the December 21st, the 19th of December, and so it's going to be a fascinating chat with uh, George Cavasilis next week. Hope you've enjoyed today's show. I've uh, really enjoyed it myself, uh, as always, with Dr. Meg. Have a wonderful wonderful week and get out and get some of those Christmas gifts and uh, we'll be back with you on December 19th. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tongue for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.